This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 1075 FM, Unholstered. Welcome back. It is time for another edition of Unholstered. I am one of your hosts, Kayla Blakesley. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Scatina, and I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. And welcome to the 2023 um, first, like, topic edition of Unholstered. That's so true, because we had uh, we had a look back at 2022 uh, with Police Chief Reed, then we did the look ahead. So you're right, this kind of feels like the first... Um, normal i guess if yes, you will normal topic yeah episode <laughs> of 2023 if you've never tuned into unholstered before maybe this is your first time in 2023 this show is all about sophia and i sharing and telling the stories that just don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement i represent the local media side obviously sophia represents the local law enforcement side but sophia i feel like i need to point out an ele- the elephant in the room and that's the fact that you are sitting across from me right now in a sling in civilian clothes, and I always say this to you, and I hope you don't take it the wrong way, but I always think, wow, you look so odd to me in civilian clothes. I'm just so used to always seeing you in your uniform. Do people say that to you? They do. Um, I think So it's not people... just me. You don't take no. offense to it, do you? No, okay. I don't. I, 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 actually, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> you know? People are always like, I always get those little kind of turned heads, like when I'm in normal clothes or my hair's down. Your hair's down and straight. Yeah. Straight, and yeah. it's down, and it's long. And, you know, they're like, I'm like, I know you. How do I know you? And they kind of don't put two and two together, which is kind of good for me. Yeah, that, you're um, right. That's actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I had some work done on my shoulder. Um, I had an injury that I needed to take care of, and I did that last week. And here I am. I'm going to be off for about two months um, trying to get this back. When you say you're going to be off, are you still on light duty, or what does that look like? Yeah, so I was off sick for about a week. Um, Surgery was last Friday, so um, a couple of days. But um, light duty means that you'll have no suspect contact. I don't wear a uniform. I don't drive a police car. Um, basically, I'm a kind of a civilian, per se, um, and I can go in and I can do work, administrative work, I can do computer work, I can do things like that. So anytime an officer's injured, in the, um, whether it's on or off duty, they can come back into that light duty status. And, um, you know, it gets you out of the house. For me, I kind of went stir crazy. I'm not a house person to sit for very long. No, I don't, so I I don't see going, you, you being a house yeah, person yeah. at all. I mean, Netflix was like, I got old after the first day. Yeah. It <laughs> so, sounds so fun and sexy in the beginning. It like, does. oh, I'm going to sit home for yeah. three days and watch all these shows. And then it's like three hours deep. And I'm like, I can't do this yeah. either. So I had friends call me, you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm all right. And, <laughs> uh, but it was good for them to check in. But yeah, I'll be on light duty. Um, and hopefully I get back in a couple of months back to my regular And status. all that administrative work, too, behind the scenes, that's all still really important stuff to do. Yeah, it's stuff that I normally do anyway. It's just that's all I can do now. Yeah. So, you know, we have a in-service coming up, our mandatory police training where we have DTs and firearms qualifications. I have to sit out from that. So when I come back to duty, I'll have to go and requalify. Oh. Because um, we have, you know, you have to have four qualifications a year. Um, with firearms and you have to have so many hours of defensive tactics um, throughout the year Mm -hmm. to keep your certification. So I'll be a little bit behind. I'll have to catch up and qualify to get my status Do you have FOMO a little bit, that fear of missing out? Because I feel like it's kind of like you're like an athlete. You're you're kind of benched right now. Yes, you're on the team. You're a part of the team. You're there helping call the plays and call the shots, but you don't actually get to play. Yeah. I mean, it always feels really weird because I'm not, I'm not like, I don't get sick a lot. So I don't really use hardly any sick time when anything I've used has been from an injury mm-hmm. or surgery or something. So um, it feels really weird. I, I don't like not being whole. If that yeah. makes any sense, um, especially in this job, because I feel like <laughs> 
I feel like, um, okay, she's injured now. Let's get her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, like oh, you're okay. vulnerable. You're yeah, vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. I don't like that. Yeah, I would not like that either. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're able to come in today. Like, you obviously, you're still driving and working behind a computer, which I think would be challenging. Yeah, and I'm not a lefty, so I only have oh, operational left Oh, yeah, hand. I didn't notice. It so. is your right arm in the sling. <laughs> yeah, so it's really weird driving and trying to get your seatbelt on and all that kind of stuff. But Well, one of those things that we learned... Last, I can't remember what, what episode it was with, with Chief Reed, but you mentioned in passing you doing pursuit reviews. And I guess I was I was in that moment. I was like, you do what? And <laughs> and, and it dawned on me, well, of course you or someone does do that. But I guess I've never really thought about it. Is that one of those behind the desk things? Yes. That would be something I would still be able to do behind the desk. Well, I want to talk about this because you mentioned kind of, and I think it was our our look back episode with Chief Reed, you were given kind of a shout out to some of the officers in your quadrant because, again, you're a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. There's right. there's a captain over each quadrant, just Correct. so people kind of understand how it works. You're one of those, yes. so you oversee the officers in your quadrant. So you're talking about pursuit reviews, giving a shout out to a lot of your officers uh, as you're watching these reviews. But I, I was like, whoa, Sophia, we have to talk about this. What what does that even entail? What does, what does a pursuit, first of all, review mean? So every um, department around the country has a pursuit policy. So a pursuit policy is a vehicle pursuit policy. There's also a foot pursuit policy as well, but I'm, I'm strictly speaking to the vehicle pursuit policy. So there are policies put in place by each department, and each department's different depending on the laws and what the community standard is for policing. So obviously we all know that every department has a different standard of policing. We've seen that around the country. Yes, we have. Um, so I'm lucky that I work in Fort Wayne where we really take these things seriously, but we also take the apprehension of criminals seriously as well. But through all of it, there has to be this due regard, right? So we have to show due regard to the public no matter what. So we could be chasing a murder suspect, but we cannot do it in a manner that is reckless or endangering the public. So that's where that due regard comes in. So we have to slow down, stop at red lights, even though they don't have to or, you know, they won't. Right. Um, stop signs the same if it's if the highways are busy or the streets are busy is there children or is there is there pedestrian traffic is there a festival going on you know there's all these things come into play um and so when we're in these vehicle pursuits it's it's really difficult because you kind of get tunnel vision as an officer trying to get the suspect um it's what we all do on a normal basis is we go out there and we want to we want to win right right so it's really easy and officers across the country get this tunnel vision and we have to really shake our officers train them to not do that because it's really easy to forget about everything to stop else. at a stop sign yes. yeah and just go and get um because I could Bottom see that, line. man. It would be yeah. easy to yeah. just super easy drop that because you're right. At the end of the day, your goal is to win, and in that moment, winning is getting the suspect. Right, and it's really hard, especially in that moment when you you know this is your job and you want to get this terrible person off the street. Most of the time, though, it's you know someone who's probably had too much to drink, or they don't have a license. They might have some drugs or contraband in the car. It's not normally like a murder suspect or someone that's mm -hmm. wanted, you know, in that regard. But sometimes it does happen in that way. But most of the time, it's going to be 
most of the people who have had too much to drink, contraband, drugs in the car, no license. Do run. these? Let me pause you just really quick. Do do these vehicle pursuits then, whether it is for a drunk driver or or a murder suspect in the off chance, do they happen just overall a lot? Like how many vehicle pursuits does the Fort Wayne Police Department have every year? So in 2022, we had about 83 for the year. Oh wow. Okay. So, so yeah. I don't know if that that number is high. I was really, you know, as I sit and do these. Um, pursuit reviews with my colleagues, I, I'm thinking, why we have a lot of pursuits? But then when I think about 83 for 365 days a year, that's maybe, that, that doesn't yeah, seem like a Yeah, I guess like when you lot. put it, yeah, because at first I thought that was a lot, but I guess yeah. when you put it like that, you're right. That maybe yeah. isn't as many as it could be. Yeah. And again, if most of them are drunk drivers or someone's got some drugs in the car and not these severe murder suspect right. on the loose, and kind of put it into perspective. Yeah, and we really try to curtail that pursuit with a murder suspect and try to get them in a different way than at a traffic stop or something like that. Yeah. Although it can happen that way, you know, bottom line is to get who we're looking for. But we try to prevent that from happening if we can. Um, And so far, I think we're doing pretty well. We haven't really had a major catastrophe, thankfully. Um, But I think that just has to do with the professionalism of our officers and then you know, their adherence to our policies policies that we have in place. So your job then as a captain, and you're over the southwest quadrant. For people southeast. Who, southeast quadrant. Yeah. Okay, so for people who live in Fort Wayne, you know what we're talking about here. But so your job then as a captain is to go back and you watch, I'm assuming, dash cam video or whatnot of these actual vehicle pursuits. Do you do that for every single one? Every single one. So all so 83. We have a committee, and it's made up of everyone, of all the four quadrants, along with the Detective Bureau. And then we have our emergency vehicle operations control um, instructors. We have a couple of them on board, too, that come in. Um, we have our uh, traffic coordinator. He sits on the board as well. So every quadrant's represented, because, and we divvy up the pursuits. So okay. I may get two or three pursuits for the month but in that two or three pursuits when you open one up it's every car involved so if you turned your lights and sirens on even for a moment to go to that way towards the pursuit or you were involved in the pursuit it's going to show up in our computer files and then we have to watch every video of every car that was in a pursuit whether they were in the active pursuit or just trying to catch up and join the pursuit so we have to make sure they're adhering to our policies and practices that they're having due regard and everything that goes into um, that pursuit. So we that's what you're looking for, just basically that they're all your officers are complying, that they're following the yes. rules, right? Yes. Yeah. What happens if they're not following the rules? So it depends on what they're doing. Um, most of the time, it's we find that it's probably you're going a little too fast mm. or you're too far away from the pursuit to actually have enough care and caution to catch up gotcha by the time it's probably over yeah. so sometimes we have people coming from clear across town I'm like no 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to think about where you are from the pursuit especially if you already know there's three or four or five cars already kind of actively involved in that um so we we really then just send them a note to remind them hey it's probably not a good idea yeah um we have certain kind of speed thresholds that as a board we have determined that we want to have so if you're over that we'll just send you know like hey watch your speed here we know your lights and sirens we know all that but you know try and take it a little bit easier and it really depends on the time of day 
where they're at, mm-hmm. what the traffic's like. I mean, every so that would be hard single thing to... is different yeah. for every shift, for every rotation. I mean, it's just different. So was, traffic on a Sunday afternoon is a lot different than 430 on a Tuesday, on a coming Tuesday, home from coming work, from yeah, work. yeah. So you know, every it, the daytime weather makes a difference. Um, lighting, pedestrian traffic. Is it school time? Is it around a school? Is it out in the r- more rural area? So all of that comes into play. And I'll tell you, we don't have very many letters to write. Yeah. By the time we're done, we're doing a really good job. But you know what? We always have to be reminded. Even the older officers have to be reminded. Well, it's like you said, you get that tunnel vision. You get yeah. into go mode. I mean, I'm like that at my job. I, <laughs> I mean, I host a, a radio program for four hours every morning, and my producer will be in a commercial break, and he's talking to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm in such go mode tunnel vision. I don't even hear what he's saying. Yeah. But so you, the subtle reminder, which yeah. I need lots of subtle reminders <laughs> through my show, um, yeah. sometimes they are necessary, whether you've been on the force for yeah, 30 years or, or three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... And it's a nice reminder, and you know nobody takes offense to it. Yeah, nobody, it's not you're not in trouble or anything like that. Now, but however, if it's repeated behavior, that's, okay. So then I was going to ask, yeah, what, so what, when do you move month, from the note to hey, um, hey yeah? You, so it's if it's repeated behavior, and we're consistent because we keep track of the notes we do send, and then you know what we it may turn into a verbal reprimand, it may turn into a, a written reprimand. Oh, I'd hate to get a verbal reprimand from you. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and you know these are all part of our chain of. Um, of punishment, I should say, um, depends on what the what the issue is, but most of the time it's it's corrected. I don't see a lot of repeat people, at least yeah. on my end. So I'm so I don't get to watch just southeast pursuits. I'm watching the entire city pursuits. So I, what they give me is not just relegated to. Southeast. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought it so was. They okay. just hand them out, and we just watch them, and that's why every quadrant and and areas represented because then that captain or deputy chief who's in the committee then has to write the reprimand okay. for Got the, it. Her, their people. Okay. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of gang pursuits because they're looking for the people that are sure. most wanted. So they, they're, they're in pursuits a lot. So um, we see a lot of that. Um, and, you know, that's a good thing. And, everybody's doing a really fine job you know there's just little pieces that we can do a little bit better and that's what we're here to do well that's kind of what you're saying you know we're doing that year-end review as i mentioned with chief reed which if you missed that episode um you can go download it right now just download the unholstered podcast wherever you download a podcast and you said that you're like man i got to give kudos to my officers i've been doing pursuit reviews and you you really had glowing things to say which again that that's a good thing it is. Um, and in that particular one, I will say um, it wasn't the pursuit that I I was so proud of them. It was the actual apprehension. Um, so what had happened was there was, you know, several cars involved in the pursuit. And sometimes I have to go to body cam footage to figure out, like, what's okay, happening. Because so, sometimes the in-car mic doesn't pick up the siren. Mm. because it's they're moving and the way that the sound is carried at the in-car mic isn't picking it up so i'm like okay do they have their sirens on i can't tell it's the daytime so i can't see bound Mm. lights bouncing off so then i'll have to move to body cam footage to kind of go in and like oh okay i can hear it through the body cam i just can't hear it on the car cam. sure so just that's one of the things we have to look for there's our lights and sirens activated um so as this this one happened at night but um i was looking through some stuff and i was I was trying to hear kind of 
a siren. I couldn't hear it, but they were in a heavily lit area at the time. So I was I had to move to the body cam to see the footage. But as I moved to the body cam footage, I saw this kind of apprehension going on. I'm like, I so I wanted to take a look at that because it looked it just something about it sparked me to look more. Mm -hmm. So as I went in, I went back and I looked at um, one car camera that I hadn't seen yet. So I pulled that up and it was a clear view of the apprehension. So we had a sergeant who was apprehending the vehicle driver of a pursuit textbook application of prone. And then we had two officers come in from the side. They each took an arm, got him hooked up, picked him up, brushed him off. I mean, it was just so textbook and professional yeah. that I, I could not send something. Yeah. Because um, at that moment, you know, you're like a proud parent. You're so parent. proud. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, this, you're this is what happens when I'm not around. This is what happens when no one's looking. They're still doing the right thing. Yeah. They're still treating people with, with, you know, as much force as they need to. Not any more, not any less. They're quick to put the cuffs on, quick to pick them up, brush them off, get them in the car and get them where they need to go. Yeah. Um, and it just makes you proud that things are, are rolling the right way in your quadrant. And How long does it take to, to watch through? So let's just say you have, you know, three pursuit reviews this, for January. Yeah. Like, how, how long on average does that take you to watch through all these? Because you're talking about all this different footage in each vehicle that's involved. I mean, that seems a little time consuming. It depends. So some of these vehicle pursuits can be only three cars involved because they're so short. Mm -hmm. Other times there's like 32 cars involved. Oh, my. So it could take anywhere. Are you like, woof, when you see that file? I know. Like, no, I'm looking. I I'm like, please. And then I'm like, this is what I didn't know. I'm like, um, as I learn as I go, I'm like, oh, there's oh, there's pages oh, <laughs> up no. here of car cam. Because all the car cam and body cam are all housed together okay. under the same report I see. number. So it can look like a lot, but then there's maybe only 12 cars you have to go through. Only. Yeah. And then maybe there's more body cam stuff. So it just I could just see you sitting behind your computer, like having some popcorn, <laughs> you know, watching these pursuit reviews. Oh yeah, and some of them are like, oh, oh, yeah. You know, like, they oh, you're be. right there in the moment, and you're seeing because you know it's it's. I don't want to say it's armchair quarterbacking, but it kind of is. Yeah. You know, you're you're second guessing what someone's doing at the time, and you don't really have the circumstances or what's kind of going on at, in the moment in their heads. But you're sitting here evaluating a pursuit. But it's something I have to do as, you know, someone in in a leadership position because we do have to make sure our people are doing the right thing. Do you ever have moments where you have to call in officer, you know, Jane Doe and say, hey, I mean, I know you say you write notes, but hey, I don't I don't know what happened in this moment. I can't seem to pick it up on body cam or dash cam. Do you ever have to go back for clarification? Yes, we will do that um, sometimes if we see something. It may require a conversation or, hey. Walk me through this. Yeah. What were you thinking? What was going on? Um, and then we may just have to have to sit down um, about that. You but yes, that does happen. Not frequently, but it does happen. You mentioned um, gangs, that most of these are kind of gang-related vehicle are pursuits. Are gang or? violent crimes gang? unit. Okay. Yeah, so they're, looking f they're the ones out there looking for the homicide suspects. They're the ones looking for the aggravated assault suspects. So, you know, they're they're likelihood of getting a pursuit is far greater than our normal street officer because they're actually looking I for see. these people at these these I guess these more felonious issues and maybe sometimes warrants. What's a what's a vehicle pursuit like? I mean obviously you've been a part of them yeah. before. Yeah, it's an adrenaline rush for sure. Um it's 
it's kind of crazy at the time you don't really think about it you just kind of you're you're in go mode, mode mm-hmm. of just getting this person but at the same time you know we, we always tell people you know i know you're straight on looking at this person but just take a moment to turn your head that'll take you out of that tunnel vision that you get as you're driving um and it's like i said it's super easy to get in that tunnel vision um because you have a job to do you want to do it well and sometimes it's scary yeah um but we have really good supervisors so anytime a pursuits um actively called then a supervisor has so many like i think like a minute to come up on the air and say that they're aware that this pursuit is happening and then we have to give speeds we have to give pedestrian traffic you know they'll ask these questions as this pursuit is going on and you've got to have the wherewithal to answer that and drive right um you've got to give directions of where you're going so you have to know where you are i'm going east i'm going west i'm going north i'm going south in the alleys and where it gets really tedious is sometimes in these additions where you you know they kind of loop around which way you're going but you know everybody has a really good um sense of where you are we have have a mapping system too that dispatch can follow and kind of update people if you can't Um, but basically what happens is that lead car will will be in that pursuit first giving all that information but then as soon as the second car joins, then the, the lead car just drives. Ah, the second car then calls out the information. You know what? Okay, so this is crazy. I work in the news. I work in the media. And so you hear scanner traffic all the time. And what's crazy to me is every once in a while you'll pick up a pursuit and you can hear the scanner traffic from it. But even when you're talking about police officers kind of relaying this information, to me, I feel like I'm driving west down Hadley and I'm going like, I feel like that's how I would be. Right. But when you hear this, at least on my end, I've, I've never once actually heard uh, a pursuit in that like panic mode that I was just trying to you're usually like southbound Hadley 45. Like it's always so like chill. Yeah. And that's what I can't like. I can't figure out in that moment just that sense of that sense of chill. I think that's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty remarkable. It is. And you, people have to understand you when you're saying things. So, you know, and most of the time people are chill where we get the more heightened stuff is in those foot pursuits, but that's because the heavy breathing. Is, right. You know, you're, you're, you're just, running. You're, yeah. yeah. And you're more, I think there's more adrenaline in the foot pursuit than there is in the vehicle pursuit. Um, How do you train for these vehicle pursuits? You train to, you train driving. So every year we have to have so many hours of, what we call EVOC, Emergency Vehicle Operation and Control. Um, We have to have so many hours of drive time. So we have instructors that go in, they set up courses for us. So uh, luckily we've been able to get into Sweetwater has this big area, then we'll set up cones and we'll drive those cones. when, when you're in the academy, you go down to ILEA, you do the same thing, but you do it for like two or three days. Mm. And it's just constant driving, emergency driving, evasive driving, people popping out or things pop. And then we do it with cones so no one gets hurt. But you know, you're driving straight down this chute. And then at the last moment, when you don't think you can possibly go left or right, the instructor sitting next to you tells you which way to go. And you have to avoid the cones and get down at the turn that he or she says, and be able to maneuver that around. Um, you you know, it, sometimes you're up upwards like 50, 60 miles an hour before by the time you're making that wow. turn. And it seems like, I'm like, are they going to say it? Are they going to say you're it? Like a Formula One uh, race car driver yeah, at this point. Yeah, and that's basically what it is. You know, you have to be able to, to manage those things that may pop out of you mm-hmm. at the last moment. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of that 
uh, repetitive stuff through our training. Um, so really, that's how you kind of learn. And then that you, calm, cool collectiveness. Yeah, because you know, yeah. you've done it. You know you can do it. And like I said, you put things in your head that you know I can do that. Doesn't mean I can do it every day, or I I have to do it every day. But I know I can do it because I've done it before. Right, right. Sophia, um, I'm glad you're healing. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I'm glad you're on at least light duty. Yes. Um, I know we've got a lot of great things planned for 2023. So can you kind of give us uh, some little teasers of what's to come? Yes. So our next uh, episode, we're going to have someone on. Um, he's a retired officer, but he was one of the first officers um, from our crime scene division to attend this awesome little program down at the University of Tennessee uh, called The Body Farm. So we'll be talking to him. And is it exactly like what I think it is when I hear Body Farm? Yeah, I'm sure all our people will Google that before. Oh, snap. Um, So this is going to be really interesting. He's got a lot to share. He's very, very um, interesting to talk to, and he's got a lot of knowledge and information. Um, And now that he's retired, he's uh, our episode, then he'll come back to studio, um, and we're going to talk more about some dead bodies. Oh, so, okay. I don't yeah. know what it is or why people seem so fascinated. Maybe it's like that true crime movement. It's yeah, like really it's popular right shows. now. Uh, yeah, it's all the TV shows. We had on a guest, I'm sure you remember, um, Matt Toth. He was on, he works with Bio One, mm-hmm. and he goes in and cleans up after yeah. the crime scene. Um, and I don't know why, but I was also extremely fascinated. Yeah, I'm fascinated too. I'm yeah. fascinated with anything having to do with the human body and how, how it functions and even after death. So um, there's a lot of information I'll have for us to share with us. And it, again, if anyone has any topics they'd like for us to cover, just uh, we did get a couple. Um, oh, okay. So I, I don't right. want to get into it right now. I can tell you just for the one, and this actually came this came from multiple people, and that's why I feel okay. like we've got to touch on it. And maybe we should have worked it in with vehicle pursuits. I don't know. Okay. We can um, come back to it. I mean, not a problem. But I've had multiple people come up to me over the holidays and mention the same thing about how it feels like in Fort Wayne, officers never pull you over for speeding. That people are blowing through stop signs, not really stopping for lights. Yeah, well, that is the number one complaint, um, and we try is to it? Do, okay. Yeah, we so try to is... do what we can, but you know, it's hard between taking those calls and actually being able to. Speak yeah. To well, so maybe we can touch yeah. on speeding. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we don't have time today, but I, that was I heard from three different three different individuals. One person had just moved here from California, and they're like, "I'm trying to figure out how to drive in Fort Wayne. What is it? I feel like no one gets stopped for speeding or stopping at stop signs." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I don't. I never thought that. I never yeah. thought that they do. They, yeah, they, I mean, where, I, where I'm driving, people seem yeah. to stop. Um, but so we'll get into that. I know we've got a lot of other good things in store for 2023. If you've missed any previous episodes from 2022 or even 2021 when we first started. I can't believe it. Uh, You can download any previous episodes of Unholstered anywhere you can download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.